Henry Rollins, and you are listening to Signal to Noise. Consider yourself lucky. Hey, this is Keith from Buckcherry. You're tuned in to Signal to Noise. You are listening to a presentation of the Cast Iron Ring Network. For more great content like this, head to castironring.com. Your number one source for the best music podcast on the net. All right, guys. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Signal to Noise podcast. Um, this is my second podcast in, well, just a couple days because I can do it mobily. I've been talking about the Boss Jock app here for a while. That's what I'm using again, and I'm still in Nashville, as I was talking about in the last episode. I'm here with a friend and co-worker, uh, Chris Zerolita. Hello! I've been practicing that last name. <laughs> Not even kidding. And um, we're here to talk about his drum kit. Uh, he's a drummer, and he's in the band Saturn Rising. And you guys have, have stuff on iTunes, right? We do. Uh, our first and uh, our first album is on iTunes. It is A Shift to the Red on iTunes. Very cool. So check that out. We'll talk more about that. And we're here to talk about Chris's drums today. He uh, has a new pro kit, so we're going to get into that here in just a second. So, uh, well, heck, give me just a moment here and we'll get into that. All right, so, Chris, you have this new kit here. So tell our listeners a little bit about it. So this is a Pearl Masterworks kit. I ordered it at the beginning of October 2012. And I got it the first week of May, so wow. that's about how long it takes. Uh, and that was, it actually got flagged. Uh, I know a guy who works for Pearl and got him to kind of special order the special orders that had come a little bit quicker, but it, it can take uh, like nine to 11 months to get one of these in. So what makes it so special that it takes that long? Well, it's, it's custom made. So most of Pearl's lines, you could walk into a guitar center or a Sam Ash or any custom drum shop and buy you know any of their series if yeah. it was an export kit or a form kit or whatever uh, but this kit is is custom made so i specified the finish i specified every dimension of the drums and it, that then goes to japan and pearls hq in japan uh, looks at the specs and specifically my finish and says okay we can do this here's a sample so that took about six weeks just to send them wow. the sample color that i wanted and receive it back now here's my ignorance was pearl always a japanese based company they are yep pearl's always been a japanese company they started out not in drums but i believe in i want to say horns they still do. Uh, their their most expensive piece of equipment is, I think, a flute. That's really thousands. I can't believe thousands I didn't know dollars. that. Yep. they do. You know, all marching, percussion, uh, but also uh, orchestral everything. They do it all. Now I am curious. So, what drew you to the Pearl series? Because you know, before you were D drum player, I did. So you I had, had that D drum for many years. Yep. Uh, actually, I, you know, Pearl's one of those one of those brands that. You know, their logo just sticks out in your mind. From the time that I, I first saw drums, uh, walking around music stores when I was little, it was just sort of like, you know, I can have a Pearl kit because that's that's the kit. And uh, I knew coming up that whenever I finally wanted to plunk down the money to get a custom kit, that it was, it was going to be a Pearl kit. And Pearl's American headquarters is... 
30 minutes away, and I knew I'd be able to work very closely with uh, with with Pearl and I've, I've been up to their HQ a couple of times here and it's nice. it's been a very nice experience everybody there is super nice and uh, very helpful I was able to back my truck up to a loading dock to get the drums that was fantastic okay that's awesome yeah that's awesome you can do that yeah so let's take a minute here and look at some of these specs mm -hmm. all right so the what impressed me the most or surprised me the most mm -hmm. was the snare oh yeah so how about you talk about that snare drum um, especially since it's a custom part of yours. Let's talk about sure. wh what you were thinking with that. Well, so the, the snare drum, well, the snare itself, the plies, which I think is what you're referring to, Aaron, yeah. that's not actually the custom part. Okay. The, the diameter is more of the custom part for me than the plies were. Okay. So this drum set meets Pearl's reference series specs. Uh, a couple of things are custom to me, but not the plies. So in Pearl's reference series, if you bought one of those kits, you would get a, a snare with 20 plies. Okay. So it's a fat snare. I, I don't know exactly how much it weighs, but it's uh, it's upwards of 20 pounds. And I'll put the pictures in the show notes, but for, for our listeners here, picture um, picture looking at a tree trunk that's been hollowed out. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a beast. and I mean, the, the crack on that thing is phenomenal because it projects and yeah. it... Um, it has a, a wonderful tone. It's warm and it projects, so it's it's loud. Yeah, I and it's, it. it's got such a snap because when it I does. get to sit behind the kit and play a little bit, like yeah. there's there's such a snap and it's very dynamic. It I is. didn't expect to be that dynamic now after seeing the the layers. Yep. So what made Pearl mm -hmm. do that many layers? Because never in my life have I seen that many yeah. layers on a snare. Ever. <laughs> that, that's that's a good question, and that that was really it. They wanted a snare that that could project like no other snare. And I mean, even when I was playing for you a little bit ago, I was still. I was still being somewhat subtle with it, yeah. but if I crack that thing like I would if I was playing live with a band, you know, a complete rim shot, that thing is gonna it's gonna echo and make your eardrums bleed. Uh, so that was the first reason, you know, they 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 wanted a snare that was built for rock drummers, but also dynamic enough for uh, for jazz players to play it. You know, so it 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 covers all ends of the spectrum for whatever kind of drummer you are. If you're a country drummer. It's perfect. If you're a jazz drummer, it's perfect. If you're a metal drummer, it's perfect. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up that jazz part because, I mean, as much as it's got that loud crack, like mm -hmm. I could picture us taking that outside right now and just measuring the miles that we could hear it from. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it, it reminds me of the marching snare with the projection. Yeah, it does. But at the same time, like when I was just lighting up and stuff, like there's such an expressiveness to it. It is. And I could really picture it with, with a set of brushes. Yeah, absolutely. Very you know? subtle nuances. I'll sometimes play it with the um, like the hot rods that I have that Promark makes. They're just, yeah. yeah. Sometimes play it with that. Uh, the entire kit actually, but yeah, the the subtle nuances that it that it projects, beautiful, just beautiful. All right, so let's talk about your symbol setup here. So we were talking about earlier your pasty user. Mm -hmm. um, and so why, like what drew you to pasty? Because I'm used to either Zildjian or Sabian at this stage of the game. Sure, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I began uh, playing Sabian cymbals. And, you know, growing up and as I was evolving more with my musical tastes, Tool became a very big influence. Danny Carey, the the drummer of Tool, he's yeah, he really is. He's been playing Pisces for as as long as he's played the drums, and uh, I I've, I've decided to trade in my Sabians. There's a, a major drum store in Nashville dedicated only to drums called Forks Drum Closet. The okay. place is it's total drum porn, <laughs> <laughs> and 
Uh, I went in there, I took my Sabians, and I said, I want to trade these in, and I want to get as many Peisty symbols as you can give me. And I plunked on a little bit of cash, and I got a pair of 13-inch dark crisp hats, which I still use as my auxiliary hats on the right-hand side. So okay. I've had those for uh, well over a decade now. I got a 20-inch full ride, which I still use as my main ride. And uh, a couple of crashes, but the crashes I've, I've gone through. I'll go through a, a crash every couple of years, especially like my main... 19 inch that I use as a crash ride uh, that thing I will break over and over again and it is not cheap to replace but uh, it is what it is so they're all Peisty signature series um, and there's yeah it's, it's a pretty large setup because I, I like I like to be dynamic with my playing you know the full ride that I've used for well over a decade is fantastic for for, for any style of music yeah. uh, but I've always used it for rock but it would be a beautiful jazz symbol as well I decided that you know, as as I progress with hard rock and into you know some sort of metal and prog stuff that I've done, I wanted a, a, a symbol that was a little more, a little more derivative of the kind of uh, drummer sounds that you would hear for that kind of music, and that's why I added the uh, the second ride on the right hand side, which is the um, the dark energy ride. So that thing is it's a beast. I mean, if you were to pick that thing up or just feel it, it is thick. It's a monster. Yeah, well, can I tell you, I love the sound of the china. Oh man, I if, if I had to get rid of that China, if anything happened to that China, I would I would just die. That is the that's Pisces Signature Series Heavy China. It's an eighteen inch. Oh, it's beautiful. That sound. thing is beautiful, and and yeah. I've I, for as long as I've been playing uh, this brand of cymbals and any kind of setup, actually, I've always kept it on the right side, yeah. totally vertical like that, because I love to come down like with a a swooping sort of motion with my right hand at an angle and just clock it right right on the upper left quadrant okay yeah love it yeah no i love it now so i've noticed a couple times now you said peisty mm. and i say pasty so it's, apparently you know, i've been pronouncing no, this wrong you know, for years too <laughs> that's that's like your name <laughs> <laughs> um you know it's it's one of those things where you walk into a drum shop and you'll hear them say say pasty um and then you'll listen to an interview with with a, an artist that that plays their brand and they'll say Peisty. So, to be honest, I think we'd probably have to go back to Sweden and ask one of those guys how they say it, and they probably all say it a little bit different anyway. So, I, yeah, I've always said Peisty, but plenty of people say Pasty. Uh, I've heard a, a few people say Paste, which I don't think that's right at all. No, that's probably what they're thinking about. They ate as a kid, <laughs> um, a little bit of Paste. That's right. So. <laughs> so these are Swedish then, because I honestly don't know much about the company. They are, yeah. Uh, Pisces is they're a Swedish company. Um, they are they they do a lot in the uh, well certainly in the kit world. They do a lot of like world world sounds as well. Okay. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of symbols in their gong line. They don't do a lot of effect symbols. Uh, it's one of the only things that is I'm not going to say annoying because I do love them, but. I, I do wish they had some more effect symbols. As a matter of fact, I have the little there's that little ten inch china yeah. mounted over on my auxiliary hats. Uh, I had to seek that thing out, and I found it at, at Forks Drum Closet, and they just had it sitting on a shelf for years, nice. and they gave me a really good deal on it. But that's you know I wanted to create a stack out of it because they oh, don't, yeah. they don't do stacks, uh, so uh, that that's it. I, I I just really wish that Pisces had some more effect symbols, just you know because I, I have a lot of symbols on the kit now. Uh, but the most the most effects I get are the the chimes that you see upside down on a few of the symbols, and okay. then, you know those splashes are beautiful and a couple different chinas. Well, I was really impressed with how thick they are and mm -hmm. how resonant they were because I played some of that stuff before. 
where it where you, you hit it, it's just kind of like a tunk, yep. tunk, and these really resonate. They really do. If there was one word I could use to describe uh, the Pisces signature line, and these are all these are all the heavier ones. These are the ones that, uh, well, at least my crashes anyway. Those are all power crash, uh, power crashes rather. <laughs> uh, they are musical. They are the yeah. most musical symbols I've ever played. Yeah, they really are. I mean, and and it really tops out the kicks. I mean, listening to the whole kit. Sure. With just the way that you know the, the shells are created and, and the dimension mm -hmm. of things, it's very musical. As, as I sat behind it and just kind of hit each drum, was mm -hmm. kind of filling things out. You get tone, yeah. And I mean, especially like with as over compressed as music gets today. Oh yeah. Right, and and you, you hear hear every every drum that goes in, especially metal and prog anymore. Whatever they sound like before, they come out sounding like Fear Factor. Oh yeah, exactly. You know? I, I hate that double bass sound when I listen to to most modern metal. Yeah, I, I want. I, I don't want to hear the bass drum. I want to feel the bass drum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Want, I want it to give me a heart palpitation. I don't. <laughs> exactly. I don't, exactly. I don't want to just hear what's going on. Yeah, you want that thump. You want to. Yeah. You want to hear the doom. Yeah. Yep. And not not the. Exactly. Yeah. It, 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 in some of those songs, I get confused about whether I'm hearing a bass drum or a snare drum. I'm yeah. like, what is that? Yeah, because like I I love that sound in mm. some forms, but yeah, there's yeah. times where I'm like. Can I just hear a drum kit? You have to have a natural balance. You have to be able to feel it. You have to be able yeah. to hear it. Uh, and every drum should sound different on a recording. And that's that's what I love about this kit so much is each drum is musical on its own because of the way that they're that they're made. So let's listen to a couple samples here. Sure. All right. So for our listeners. That recording we did all with one uh, one mic, the iRig mic that I've been uh, doing the podcast with. That's what we're using right now, straight into this Boss Jock app. So it, the recording is probably not doing it as much justice as if you were right here. Because let me tell you guys, this sounds like picture the John Bonham kit, like that John Bonham sound that for at least anybody of my age um, is going to lust after. <laughs> That's what this kit really has that kind of sound. So here's another good sample that I liked. So in there, you could really start to hear the character of the snare, mm -hmm. you know, and you could hear hear how dynamic the, the snare was in, the, in that particular sample, as well as that musicality you were talking about with the, the cymbals. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and just, just the, the nice, the, the overtones and the pings. And then this last sample was my request of the uh, testosterone-fueled John Bonham <laughs> I'm thundering around the kit like a mastodon. Big fills, big fills. Kind of thing. So we'll, we'll try this one right now here. Alright, so that was the, the John Bonham testosterone-fueled fill that I asked for. Um, because, man, I just love hearing a good thundering kit. Oh, and this, yeah. this kit really, it, it's got that Bonham sound. It does, yeah. So, how big are those bass drums? Uh, so it is, you want me to give you the dimensions all the way around? Oh, uh, yeah, let's go for it. I could, I could start uh, smallest and go up, so. Okay. 
Uh, it's an 8 by 7, a 10 by 7, and a 12 by 7. So all three of my uh, my on top rack toms are 7 inch deep. And that's I did that on purpose because I'm a shorter player. And if I'm going to have them over the 22-inch kick, spoiler, one of them is a 22, <laughs> uh, I have, they have to be as low as they can be. So okay. I needed those to be shallow. So 8, 10, 12, all by 7. 14 by 11, sort of an odd depth. 16 by 13, again, an odd depth. And then the uh, the big floor time that I keep on the left-hand side is an 18 by 15. I also have a bracket on that guy that I can very quickly turn that 18-inch floor time into a bass drum. Now, so until you mention it, I honestly, it didn't hit me that they were that much shallower. They are. And now as, as we're going around looking, I'm like, son of a gun, those really are shallow. They are, they are. But they, you know, they still project like crazy. Well, they, they don't sacrifice any tone. They really don't. Not at all. Uh, so 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18. The snare is 13 by 7. Again, 20 plies. And Jeez. then I have a, a 20 by 18 uh, kick drum on my left and then a 22 by 20 on my right. So... Now, the one on my right is kind of a beast. The thing is, it's big and it's fat and it's mean. And, and that's the one that really makes me think of Bonham. Because yeah. he always had those huge fat drums. Sure, yeah. So why did you not match the kicks? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I, for, well, for two reasons. Uh, I like that I can get a different tone. If I'm doing like a, a fast double bass run, I okay. like that there's a slight difference in tone. Uh, but also because I want to be able to use the kit in so many different configurations. I said if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get a kit this big, uh, or if I'm gonna buy a, a custom kit, I want it to be this big so that I can tear it apart and use it in whatever configuration I want. So if I play this as a four piece, I might play it 10, 14, 20. That's a really good point. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, so I, I, re I really like the idea of every drum being different and unique so that I can pull it apart. That's why you know, I bought the uh, the extra bracket system for the, the 18. Okay. If I'm doing like a, you know, I need sort of like a, a club-style kit, I can, I can turn it over, throw a couple of legs on it, turn it into a bass drum, and it's going to be a lot lighter, a lot smaller, and uh, a, a more... A more perfect setup for a small stage. I mean, it's almost like an, an artist paint set when you put it like that. You have the, have the colors, exactly. all the colors you could want, and then depending on the project, well, here's the colors I need. It's it's the perfect canvas. It re it really is. Like I I can't wait to um like for anybody listening to you guys check out the show notes and see the pictures. Because yep. the uh, the finish really struck me. All right, so let's take a minute here. We'll come back and talk about uh, Saturn Rising. All right, so. Saturn Rising, we talked about it at the top of the show. Yep. Um, you guys have, have a record right now. Record. Again, there's my age. <laughs> yeah, I still got right? records. Too. So, uh, you guys have a record on iTunes. You know, we you do. Melted the vinyl, put it into the, into the computer, <laughs> into the iTunes. shoved it across the internet, and then the, the iTunes reproduces it like that. That's right. That's right. right. And you know what's going to be funny? There's going to be some kid trying that. Because <laughs> let me melt let, it down. Let me share this story with you, right? So, <clears throat> my buddy, and for my listeners, if you ever look at the logo on the site, um, my buddy Chris did this logo for me, and again, I seem to hang out with a lot of Chris's. Um, so I posted on Facebook. His wife is always on Facebook. Um, I got the the D. Snyder biography for Christmas, mm -hmm. and you know everybody else is getting Kindles. So I took a picture of the book, said, "Look, here's my analog Kindle," <laughs> and it came preloaded with D. Snyder. Right. So a few people thought it was funny. So then my birthday is right after Christmas, and they were coming coming over. He's like, "Oh, hey." He's like, he's like, you know, he gives me the, the, my, uh, a gift, and it's, it's an Amazon gift card. I'm like, oh, this is great, because I, I had a bunch of stuff I was going to order off Amazon anyway. I got some new, like, monitor pads for my studio. Yeah, yeah. 
And we're, we we went out to Walmart to get ingredients. We're going to make chili, right? Sure. And we're standing there in line. He's like, um, he's like, yeah. He's like, well, I got that for you because you said you got the Kindle. I go, what? Oh, no. He's like, yeah, Neil said you got a Kindle. Like, I started laughing. I'm like, hang on a second. I said, do you mean this picture? He goes, what? And he literally, they thought that I had really gotten a Kindle. I'm like, oh, seriously? My. Like, did you look at the picture or did you just read the post? You know? Can I, can I tell a funny story? Uh, please tell a funny story. So, That's what this is all about. When uh, I, I had a, a, a very similar uh, thing that I did to trick Facebook in, in the same way, the day that I ordered this drum set. Yeah. Because uh, I, you know, I knew how long it was going to take to come in. The day I ordered it, I posted on Facebook that in about nine months my baby would arrive. <laughs> that Facebook post had about seven, I think, seventy likes. Oh my goodness! And there were some really disappointed people when I had to go back and explain. Yeah, my baby is coming in nine months. It's not a human. This is made of wood and die cast and and. Plastic drum heads. This isn't. This isn't a human. Did you have any relatives unfriend you? <laughs> Think of it. Maybe grandma did. <laughs> grandma might have. Poor uh, grandma. Yeah. She come over here and like carry the drums around. <laughs> Feed it, grandma. Feed it. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. All right. So back to Saturn Rising. Yeah, yeah. This is good stuff here. So as, as we're you know melting down our records now and putting them in the iTunes. Yes. You know the iTunes. The like, iTunes. Like, I, I kind of like how we've modified that. So t t talk about the band here a little bit. I mean, obviously you guys play around yeah. the Nashville area. Yep. How, how'd you come together? You know, so talk about your style. I've been playing with the same guitarist now since 1999, 2000. A uh, very close friend. His name is Adam Fletcher. Um, you know, we kind of came up playing and learning our instrument together. So he's he started off learning all about Dave Matthews. Like that was his thing. He's like, and I, I want to play this style of music. And I was like, yeah, but how about this style of music? And just really shoved like Rage Against the Machine and Tool down his throat and uh, Perfect Circle and bands like that. And he he finally jumped on board. And uh, the first really good band that we were in together uh, was called Red Tie Affair. And Red Tie Fair was fantastic. I love the music. The singer we had, his name was Dave Smith. He's since moved to Oklahoma. The bases that we had, we've stayed in close contact with. He's uh, he, he's in the military. He's in Germany. But uh, uh, Adam and I have stuck it out together. He lives down the road here in Murfreesboro. And, uh, you know, we've always stuck it out and played this style of music. So the sound of Saturn Rising is, it's I, I just call it melodic hard rock. You know, it's, it's hard rock. It, it has a lighter feel sometimes, but... Uh, our singer Matt Mitchell, he's beautiful, beautiful voice. Uh, you know, not a screamer, but his voice is dynamic enough so that you know no two songs really sound the same yeah. on the album. And uh, uh, our bassist Michael Peacock, he's uh, he's a he's a guitarist turned bassist, guitarist. I mean, he's 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 a he's an everything musician. He is a very talented guy, and he uh, he sacrifices playing bass with us because he's truly a guitarist. Um, uh, but the sound is, yeah, again, it's, it's sort of a melodic hard rock, you know, progressive at times. The uh, the opening track, the the main uh, the main part of the song, the verse part of the song is in seven eight. The the chorus alternates six eight seven eight. Uh, the bridge is uh, four four, and it just kind of goes back and forth like that. So, you know, a little bit of a prog side to us, but overall, commercial sounding, which is kind of what we were going for. Let's 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 make a record that's accessible to anybody. A record. See, a record. A record. Let's let's make a record, Grandpa. <laughs> that's accessible <laughs> to everyone, but that uh, still has some edge. 
Very cool. That and I mean I've heard it. Like I have it on iTunes. And yeah. as we're talking about it, I'm like, you know, this is the one downside to doing the show live like this using the Boss Jock app. Because sure. if I was editing, I would be editing in the song now since oh, yeah. I have it. And right, right. now I don't. So I think you guys just have to go to iTunes and check it out for Download yourself. Download it. A shift to the red is the name of the of the record. It's a, it's a solid disc. Yeah, solid it's disc. a solid disc. Yeah, even though it's completely digital, I've never actually seen a physical form. But <laughs> yeah, it's still solid. Right? Yeah, ten songs. We did it all here at my house, uh, out in the rehearsal space that we have. Uh, did the whole thing there. We laid drums down first with bass, went back over dub guitars and vocals, and I uh, did it all on our own. Oh, see, now I didn't I didn't realize that part. So you guys all self recorded. One hundred percent. Um, where'd you record it in? Uh, so we recorded, I have uh, a Mackie digital board that we ran all the mics through into Pro Tools. Yeah. And our bassist, again, really talented guy. He He's uh, he's Pro Tools smart. I'm Pro Tools dumb. Me too. And he uh, you know, he did all the editing, and we stood over his shoulder the entire time. You know, on the nights when we could all get together and edit, he came over, he sat down, and we stood right behind him facing the monitors and, you know, I was, of course, there like, <clears throat> bring the bass drum up a little bit. <laughs> that snare's got to come up. And, uh, yeah, totally selfish drummer mixing. Uh, and, yeah, he did all the mixing, all the editing. I'm like, hey, you know, can you throw some reverb on on the toms or in that fill or whatever? And he, yeah. he, could, he could totally do it. So we recorded it, we mixed it, and we did it in a very short period of time, too. We started recording in mid-February, or maybe early February of... 2011 and uh, I was going to be or no 2012 excuse me early uh, February 2012 and I was going to be uh, I had a birthday coming up in March and the goal was okay let's you know book a big show big birthday show for me and we want to have the record out and, and able to to toss to people at the show and we we made it happen that's killer so yep. everything was, was done here recording mixing everything right? yep um in Pro Tools, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. So then you, you took it somewhere else to get mastered? Yep. Uh, like locally mastered, I'm going to guess? Yeah, he gave it to uh, a place in Nashville. They, they did it all, and they, they got us, uh, yeah, they did the mastering, like 100 discs for maybe 120 bucks. Oh, that's decent. It was a, it was a, yeah. a good deal. Nice, yep. nice. All right, so let's wrap this up here. Um, any sites you want to plug? Oh, um, like the band site, any of that sort of stuff? Yeah, uh, we can be, you can find us on Facebook, Saturn Rising, it's underscore Saturn Rising is the Twitter feed. Uh, you could follow me on Facebook, Chris Zerolita, which Aaron will probably spell that out for you later on. Zerolita. Zerolita. That's an S-Z-A-R-O-L-E-T-A. Beautiful, look at that. You're a professional. I know. If you, and, you know, if, if this was a video podcast, you would have seen me writing this out with my fingers, <laughs> you know, and punctuating as we went through here. Right, right. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, any other sites? Um, visit Pearl's website, pearldrum.com. You know, get out there, kids. Play, play the Pearl drums. Pearl has great-sounding kits in every line. I have, I have three different Pearl drum sets. I, I rehearse on a Pearl Export Kit. I have a Pearl Rhythm Traveler with electronic uh, Pearl True Trek heads that I, you know, do some quick recordings on. So, you know, a few different Pearl kits and, uh, you know, no matter which line you go with, it's going to sound great. You have drums around the house like I have guitars. I really do. I really do. And you know what? 
there's, there's not space for drums like there are guitars. <laughs> and there's not much space for guitars either. It gets worse when it's drums. Well, yeah, that's, that's right. That's yeah. the tough part. That's All right, right, man. Well, hey, thanks for doing the show here. Hey, thanks a lot, Aaron. All right, guys. So until next time, make some noise. Thank <laughs> you.